Hello and welcome to episode 114 of My Circus, My Monkeys. During the third week of the Supervisor Strengths Institute, we focus on stress and self-care. We put it early in the program because when you're chronically stressed, it negatively impacts how you show up as a supervisor. Quite frankly, it negatively impacts how you show up everywhere and with everyone. You can't improve the quality of your life until you deal with your stress. So this week, I wanted to share the single most important thing that I've done to reduce my stress. So keep listening. You're listening to My Circus, My Monkeys, the podcast for supervisors in education or any field that emphasizes growth and development. If you want to reign in the chaos and transform your team to better serve your students and clients, keep listening. This podcast explores essential information on supervision, employee engagement, and using a strengths-based framework to empower you and your team. We'll examine the latest research in psychology, neuroscience, education, and beyond to help you and your team get to the next level with your host, Ann Brackett the Chief Engagement Officer of Strengths University. When I was in my last campus position, my stress started increasing to the point that my health and well-being were taking a huge hit. When I first got the job, I loved it. It wasn't perfect, but overall, we student affairs folk had a great environment and we thrived. But after we had an administration change and then got a new VP who was my direct supervisor, things slowly became toxic. I've talked about this before, and when I have, I focused on the external issues and how they impacted me. Basically, new leadership meant functional and cultural changes, which equaled more stress for me. And that's often how we view stress. Something out there is causing discomfort and stress in here. And to a certain extent, that's true. There are systemic powers at play that can absolutely create structures and environments that are not conducive to our best interests or well-being. I've definitely had past supervisors that I didn't think were great or whose decisions would make me feel stressed, but it rose to the level at my last institution of toxicity. But looking back on that situation, it wasn't just my new supervisor and the new president that caused my stress. I added on to that stress by my own thoughts and beliefs. For example, one of my top five talent themes is strategic. I can make a quick decision, but that decision is typically supported by my input. So when I make a decision in the now, I still have a good idea of how it's going to impact me or us in the future. Well, this new administration was not strategic. And it was particularly irritating to me because neither the president nor my supervisor had any experience in housing, and they never asked for my feedback. And I could see how the thing that they wanted to do now would bite us in the bleep in two months, two years, whatever. And I would internalize this and go over and over it in my head wasting my valuable energy worrying about it and complaining about it. Initially, I also spent a lot of time and energy trying to change their minds, 
knowing full well it wasn't likely to happen. And the whole thing drove me nuts. Or I should say, I let it drive me nuts. In a nutshell, it wasn't just external forces at work that caused my stress. How I reacted to those external forces added to it. And how I reacted was driven by my thoughts and beliefs. I believed I had more expertise and had better solutions than they did. So I became obsessed with why these were terrible decisions and how I was constantly slighted each time they ignored me or my suggestions. I became stuck in a loop asking myself, and sometimes others, questions like, why would they do blank? Why didn't they ask the people who knew the most about blank? Don't they realize in six months blank will happen? And I would envision all the future problems that I would have to deal with, which increased the stress I was feeling. It was not a good environment for me, but my thoughts and beliefs made it worse. I believed I was failing in my role and being inauthentic if I didn't fight for what I knew was right or I thought was the best course of action. And after a few negative experiences with my supervisor, I believed that anytime they got involved with the student issue, they were going to make a poor decision and most likely undermine me. On some level, I believe that since we were there before the new president and VP and things were good, that we should fight to recreate that culture. I also believed if I didn't fight or advocate for the things that I knew were best, I was failing at my job. I eventually realized that if I wanted to stay, fighting wouldn't work anymore because anyone who disagreed with either of them just went on this bleep list. So I made the decision that if I didn't want to feel constant pushback, the only solution was kissing my boss's bleep. And this was not an easy or comfortable decision for me. I've always prided myself on my candor and advocating for things I believe in. So on one hand, the bleep kissing reduced my stress because I'd stopped fighting. I didn't have to worry about pushback. But on the other hand, it increased my internal stress because I felt like I wasn't being honest about who I was. So do you see how my thoughts, my beliefs just kept adding to the pressure that I felt? So let's fast forward a bit to when I left campus to start Strengths University. I'd never started a business before. And so when I heard things from other people, especially ones who had started their own business, I just kind of took what they said at face value. For example, the person who was managing my 401k was excited about my new journey and casually mentioned, yeah, it'll take some time. I always tell people it takes about three years. After that, you know whether or not it's going to work. So in my mind, three years was the deadline for success or failure. My first year, that seemed far away, so it didn't really bother me too much. But after that, it became this huge deadline looming over me. And in addition to the stress I felt just trying to figure out how to run a business, I was even more stressed by this looming three-year deadline. And once I hit it, I felt like a failure. The problem is, that is not correct. On average, it takes way longer to really build a successful business. My current coach says seven years. And that's a much different timeline. 
All that stress I was feeling related to this arbitrary deadline was self-induced. And we do this to ourselves all the time. We create deadlines and expectations of ourselves in our head based on our thoughts and beliefs without bothering to verify whether these thoughts are true. And so often, the thoughts and beliefs we live by aren't even the ones that we consciously chose. We get them from our parents, teachers, other family members, religious figures, society, colleagues, etc. And once they get in our heads, we just repeat the same thoughts over and over again. They got our actions and our emotions in ways that often add to our stress levels. Now, the title of this episode is The Most Important Thing I Did to Reduce My Stress. So, what is that thing? It was to start challenging my thoughts and beliefs. I didn't do this while I was at my camp, my last campus job, and I paid a heavy price. Instead of challenging them, I doubled down on what I thought and believed, and because of that, I became stuck. I was stuck in my feelings, thoughts, and actions. I kept thinking and doing the same thing over and over again, hoping I'd eventually get the outcome I wanted. But as Einstein says... We cannot solve our problems with the same thinking we used when we created them. In other words, when we don't challenge our thoughts and beliefs, we get stuck in the feelings and actions those thoughts and beliefs manifest. When I was on campus, I questioned the external things that the president and my supervisor did that I assumed were the cause of my stress. Questions like, why don't they ever ask me for my input? Why haven't they thought about blank? How can I keep my supervisor from undermining my decisions? But the problem was, those questions, even if I'd been able to figure out the answers, would not have ended the stress. I had no control over what they did, much less why they did them. My coach always says, if you want better answers ask better questions. I should have been asking myself questions that challenged my thoughts and beliefs. Those were within my control. Those were things I had the power to change. I should have asked myself, are you really responsible for the decisions of other people? Does not fighting the president or vice president's decisions really mean you're not doing your job? Is this environment giving you what you need anymore? The answers to those questions might have empowered me to make decisions based on my best interests instead of just surviving in a toxic and dysfunctional culture. Those answers would have also kept me from adding stress to my already stressed system. I was focusing my attention and therefore my energy on the external stressors. That meant I had little energy left to focus on myself and my needs. If I'd questioned whether three years was indeed the timeline for whether a business was successful, I would have avoided the stress that definitely interfered with my ability to move ahead faster. And even though I've started questioning my thoughts and beliefs, I'm still learning and growing. Every day, my thoughts and beliefs show up with the potential to add stress to my life. The other day, I was working on a proposal that I'd internally decided had to be done by the end of the day. I was frantically trying to get through it. Then I stopped and checked in with myself. 
And I asked, why do you think this needs to be done today? And I really didn't have an answer. The individual who requested the proposal said there was no hurry. I had made up the hurry. And once I realized that, my stress automatically decreased. Now, this isn't about ignoring our values or discounting our beliefs to make things easier in the moment. This is about truly challenging where those beliefs came from and whether or not they're serving you. There are absolutely external stressors that challenge us and that we can't control. But our response to those stressors is something we can manage. If the questions you've been asking just make you feel stuck or more stressed, maybe you're not asking the right questions. Yes, dysfunctional and oppressive systems shouldn't be ignored, but those take time. Challenging your own thoughts and beliefs makes things better for you and the folks you supervise now. And that might very well give you the energy to keep fighting for the systemic change that can get rid of those external stressors. As always, Alicia and I are here to support you as you reflect on where you are and where you want to go. One great way to invest in yourself and your team is to join us for the summer cohort of the Supervisor Strengths Institute. We are revamping the Institute this summer to make it even more manageable for your busy schedule. It is the same great content, but we've condensed it so you can work through each week's modules and start implementing change even faster. We know that life can too easily get in the way of you staying on track, so we've also added a bonus for everyone who completes all eight weeks of learning. You will get an additional 60 minutes of our time, and you can use that for more individual coaching, a short team session, or to receive a discount on a longer team workshop. Our Summer Institute starts on May 28th. Go ahead and register now. Check it off your list. We want you, your team, and your students to shine their brightest. And that starts with you. So join us for the Summer Institute using the link in the show notes. Or if you have questions about the Institute or other services, contact us at Anne, and that's A-N-N-E, at strengthsuniversity.org. Thanks for listening to My Circus, My Monkey. You can find this episode's transcript and links, as well as other episodes, on our website, www.strengthsuniversity.org slash mycircus. If you found this podcast valuable, please share it with your friends and colleagues so we can empower and support supervisors everywhere. Finally, be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode.